Blog Talk Radio. Hi, thanks for listening to the Burke Allen Show on the Blog Talk Radio Network worldwide online at blogtalkradio.com slash WAMS. I'm broadcasting live from our studios in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. today. And if you'd like to be a part of the program, number to call is 516-418-5635. If you or someone you know hasn't been touched by Alzheimer's, then you are in the minority now in the United States of America. Uh, But early onset Alzheimer's is a whole different animal. And there's a fascinating new documentary from filmmaker uh, Thiago Dedalt and producer Drew Miller that premieres this weekend, Sunday, March 8th, at the Hammer Theater in San Jose, California, that deals with early onset Alzheimer's and a family's struggle to locate someone who is missing Her name is Nancy. The film is Where is Nancy? And we're going to talk to the filmmakers right after this uh, clip of audio from the movie. This is Where is Nancy, which premieres this weekend at the Cinequest Film and Creativity Festival in San Jose. She went missing after being separated from her family during a visit here to LACMA back on October 15th. Her family found surveillance video that shows Nancy leaving the museum, walking west on Wilshire Boulevard before she wasn't seen again. You see how big this city is. You see how many different places she could be. and It's just crushing. You just can't imagine how you're going to find her. Ten people in Los Angeles are missing every day. Eight or nine of them reappear within 48 hours, but the others are not to be found. It's possible that somebody is hiding her or a facility has her fraudulently and they don't want to give that information. 2030, half a percent of the entire world population will have Alzheimer's disease. The United States Right now, it's, it's getting close to 6 million individuals, and that increases every year. Wickedly smart. Trained as an engineer. She was a private pilot. Now, she's got the mentality of a five-year-old, and she's got medical needs. I was going home, and I seen her right in the corner of my house. Is this a routine pattern of fraud that we see throughout the state of California and, indeed, the country? There's no glory in this. There's greed and tragedy, and we're just trying to find answers. Please pass these recommendations, and please continue to look for my wife, Nancy. So she's out there. Where is she? Yeah, so where is she? We don't, it's still a puzzle. We have no idea. That's some audio from the new documentary film, Where is Nancy? And it's a very profound Alzheimer's documentary. The filmmakers join us on the line. Thiago Dedalt is the director of the film. Drew Miller is the producer. And, Drew, I'd like to start with you. The, the story begins 
when Nancy, who was only 55 and, and diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's, wandered away from a trip to a Los Angeles museum in 2016, and the search uh, went on and on. Most of these cases, uh, folks who wander away uh, are discovered quickly. Nancy was not. At what point did you learn about this story? Well, um, it all started with we had actually previously done a fictional short film um, called Chocolate that uh, was on the festival circuit and did extremely well. And that was in, um, well, I'm going back, I think we filmed July of 2016. And uh, we were finished, everything uh, in the can, as they say, in the industry, and ready to premiere it. And one of the actors in our film um, saw a flyer about a woman that had gone missing, hence Nancy. And we ended up getting involved with her uh, husband, Kirk, and, um, you know, discussing the issue with them because our stories were so parallel that it was almost eerie how, um, you know, similar our fictional short film on early onset Alzheimer's was to their story. And so we just got involved and helped with the search and got close with the family and it went on and on and on, and we did a premiere at the Landmark Theater in Los Angeles for our short film, and Nancy's husband and parents came and spoke, and um, and that's how it all kind of came to be, and, um, and it was Tiago that actually had come to me and said, wow, because it had been quite a while, and she had not been found, and there was so many... Um, discrepancies and situations within the social system that we had decided to attempt to do a documentary on the actual story of Nancy. Tiago Dadalt and Drew Miller are on the show with us today. Tiago, the director, Drew, the producer of Where is Nancy? And it premieres this weekend at Cinequest Film and Creativity Festival, Sunday, March 8th in San Jose at the Hammer Theater. Uh, Tiago, when you take on a subject like this that is so emotionally raw, and boy, this movie will will take you on a roller coaster ride. I had the opportunity to, to see uh, see it over the weekend. How difficult is that for you as a filmmaker to be in the room and and uh, being a part of all that? How do you become a fly on the wall and and not become the story, so to speak? I can tell you, it was very difficult. <laughs> I had some moments where I felt that I do not supposed to be there filming, and you know, you you just feel like what I'm doing here. I'm filming, you know, these awesome people going through all this pain, and uh, but in the end, they're so open, and they 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 open up so many opportunities because they felt that these should not happen to anybody else. So the film was a way for them to show, hey, this is happening to us. It's an unbelievable story, but we want to show this so no one goes through the same situation. And and that was very important. Otherwise, I would not uh, be able to make. It was very emotional. Drew, do you live there in, uh, in Los Angeles? I'm actually from Los Angeles. I uh, grew up there, and I now live in the Northwest. Got it. And so you are very familiar with that area. And, I, and, 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 Tiago, you live in Los Angeles. And, and so you you 
both put in, in the film, and, and you know, I, I knew it was huge. I knew there were a lot of people there, but nearly 19 million people in the Los Angeles metropolitan area. And so when, when one person disappears, it, it is the veritable needle in the haystack. And yet you would assume in, in, you know, the 21st century that there would be technology that would, uh, would help you to, to narrow it down. But in fact, Drew, when you made this film, uh, you and Tiago went through the motions of this, you actually uncovered some pretty serious gaps in the way that that folks who, who do wander away uh, are found. What did you learn that surprised you the most as the film unfolded? Well, we had, you know, some amazing um, Los Angeles Police Department um, detectives and Manhattan Beach Police Department, and they shed some light uh, for us on what could possibly be happening and that's just excluding the entire homeless community, which is another whole avenue to explore. But what was happening that they were um, discovering is there were these, like, group homes and um, kind of assisted living centers that were actually harboring some of these lost, um, you know, people with dementia that didn't know who they were, Jane Doe's, if you were, and giving them false identification and actually collecting the money from the government for their care. And so this was an avenue that uh, Kirk and uh, Mr. and Mrs. Pollockus went and actually went to very, very many um, different group homes and assisted living centers. And with her picture and the flyer that she was missing, had anybody seen her? And the detectives explained, as you saw in the documentary, or you can see in the documentary, that um, this was one of their concerns, that she was being harbored somewhere um, under false identity. So it was, it was really surprising to me that that was even taking place. It was almost inconceivable, you know. The film is called Where is Nancy? It's a very moving new documentary, and the filmmakers Drew Miller and Tiago Dadalt join us on the line. Uh, Tiago, uh, since you're a Los Angeles area resident, at what point did you become aware of this story? Because as I watched your film, it looks like uh, Nancy's husband, Kirk, and, and Nancy's parents and others did an unbelievably good job of, of getting the word out. There was you know, television publicity. There were flyers on polls. There was, you know, a, a big online presence. Uh, when did this, this whole story seep into your consciousness? Do you remember? So what, uh, what happened is, like, like Drew said, we made this, this short film that is about housewife who become homeless. And interesting fact, I went to uh, Alzheimer organization in LA. Uh, they read the script and they thought was, not uh, real that someone could go missing more than two days in LA in the way that was in the script. So in in chocolate, it's a housewife, great life, and suddenly she get missing and she mixed in between the homeless population. So I and Drew talk about it after this meeting, saying that they, you know it wasn't they didn't approve uh, this story, but because it was a fiction story, we decided to do anyway. We had a lot of passion about the story. And weirdly, right after 
uh, the lead actress, Piercy Dalton, she find out about Nancy's story because she saw a flyer and she texted me the flyer and say, hey, this is happening. And she volunteered and she became friend of Kirk and she invited them for the screening of chocolate. And right there was when we all got to know each other. And uh, I was trying, I and Drew, we were trying to help them. And every time we showed the film in film festivals, we were were talking about Nancy and I put a message in the end of the film about her. But the truth is we, we truly believe they will find her because that's, what everyone told us, like nobody go missing for too long, they will find her. So we are kind of waiting for that finding, you know, and times goes by and I was always in talk, in, in touch with Kirk and he got to the point that he was telling us all these things going on, all these gaps in the system, all these possibilities where Nancy could be and around one year was when I came to Drew and say, hey, I don't know if they're going to find her, but it's so much there and we, we should make something about this. And that's how the film came about it. So if you remember in the film, it starts with her going missing and then it's one year later. It's exactly how the, the, the documentary came about. Like I started filming one year later, uh, she went missing. Drew, what did, what did you learn about Nancy as a person. Tell me about Nancy. Well, she was a remarkable woman, extremely educated, brilliant above the average individual. Um, Her family and friends uh, held her very dear to her heart. Um, She was talented. She was fun. She liked to have a good time. All of her employees and Co-workers seemed to have the utmost respect for her. She was just a woman that I would have loved to have known, um, you know, and I'm sure we would have been friends. So I I felt so close to her, and, you know, her husband, Kirk, was just, you know, um, beyond um, appreciative that we were telling his story. Um, it was a, it was an extremely difficult, difficult um time for him while we were making it and then of course um, as you saw in the documentary certain things had happened which I don't want to disclose right now but it was um, it was a really rough time for Kirk to be interviewed and to be part of the documentary during the course of the making of the documentary because so much took place during that time with the search and the outcome and everything else so um, I think that if Nancy and I would have been able to have the opportunity to meet, we would have been very close friends. She was a, a really remarkable woman. I, you know, I was struck as I watched the film at, at how much she'd accomplished at a young age. And if memory serves me correct, she had done so well with the company that, that she was the head of, that she founded, that she retired in her early 40s. And, and, and she and her husband, Kirk, were uh, you know, enjoying travel and enjoying one another, and then uh, she was diagnosed with early onset, uh, uh, early onset Alzheimer's. And uh, the film, although guys, it sounds you know very like very very difficult subject matter. It's incredibly compelling because it is in fact uh, a mystery, a mystery on the highest order. You know, here's this this lady who's in 
terrific physical health, but not great mental health. Uh, and she's away on a family trip uh, to a museum. And it's in Los Angeles in October. The weather is good. Uh, she goes into the restroom. She doesn't come out. And she disappears. There's a bit of video of her walking down the street. And then that's it. And there's nothing. And this constant search for her uh, through Skid Row in Los Angeles and all these uh, care facilities. It just goes on and on and on. It's, uh, it's a fantastic mystery. And at the end, something really good came out of something really bad. And we're going to talk with filmmakers Tiago Dedalt and Drew Miller from Where is Nancy about the good that came out of this story right after this on the Burke Allen Show. Hang on. Over 14 million people witnessed his emotional story of survival and triumph on national television. I've been doing this now for so long, like ever since I was a kid. Millions more voted him their favorite in a landslide win. The winner is... And now, you can be a part of the experience live. Landau Eugene Landau Eugene Murphy Jr. Ain't that a kick in the head? You're America's Got Talent winner. I've got you. Landau Eugene Murphy Jr. Under my Live, live. Performing classics from the Great American Songbook and his Columbia Records debut CD, That's Life. That's Life. Landau Eugene Murphy Jr.'s That's Life Tour. The one concert event this year you absolutely can't miss. See Landau Eugene Murphy Jr. in concert. After dates, visit LandauMurphyJr.com. All right, this is the Burke Allen Show on the Blog Talk Radio Network at number 546-418-5635. We're talking documentary films today with the filmmakers behind the new documentary, Where is Nancy? The feature uh, premieres, the world premiere, is this uh, Sunday, March 8th, at 5 o'clock at the Hammer Theater in downtown San Jose, California. Tiago Dedalt is the director of the film. Drew Miller is the producer of Where is Nancy? And this is a heartbreaking story about Nancy Pollockus, who's only 55. She has early-onset Alzheimer's, is in fantastic physical health, is out on a family trip to a museum in Los Angeles, and wanders down Wilshire Boulevard into who knows where. Uh, the search continues on and on and on, and part of what happens with that search is uh, some incredible gaps in America's social and health systems are, are uncovered. You know, is Nancy still alive? If so, where is she and what has happened to her? And one of the things I thought was fascinating was that, that you took a close look at downtown Los Angeles and the Skid Row District, which if you've never been there before, will certainly take your breath away at the sheer number of homeless people who live there uh, in tents, in cardboard boxes, on the street. There are tens of thousands, uh, according to the estimates in the film. And, Drew, I guess it would be very easy for someone with Alzheimer's or another mental illness to just sort of fade into that population and never be seen again. So what did you learn about about? the homeless population there in Los Angeles and and what happens to people with mental illness that that get into there? Well, that's an interesting question, and I'm going to refer back again to when we were making the film uh, Chocolate, and Tiago did do quite a bit of, you know, research and spent time down there, and what we learned from making the film and people we interviewed 
um, and various volunteer work um, around the area was that the homeless community actually is exactly what it says, a community. And we don't realize that there are people in these little communities that kind of watch out for the other, and there's also conflict, of course. But it was very possible, and one of the theories was that Nancy ended up in the homeless community and um, kind of was taken in by some of the other homeless um, members and kind of doubt for that. That was just one theory, and that was, you know, part of our short film also. That was, you know, one of the reasons why even it was a theory, actually, but it happens quite often. The homeless community is um, made up of so many different um, parts of our population. A huge percentage, huge percentage are veterans, as we all know. Um, a huge percentage are people that just give up and find it's easier just to be out on the streets. And a lot, a large population are also these people that have severe dementia or mental illness of some sort, and this is where they end up. So it's a, it's a huge diverse population in the homeless community. And in Los Angeles itself, there are, like you said, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of these communities. So to even begin the search, would be like you like you mentioned, Burke, definitely a needle in a haystack. You know, just where 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 is Nancy? Like where where did she go? How did she how did she just walk away not to be found? Was she picked up by somebody? Was she in such great physical condition as you said that she was able to walk the distance? Um so, you know, so many unanswered questions still. But um yeah, the homeless community is another, you know, it's, you know, just another whole gamut of different variables to research in itself. We're talking with Drew Miller, the producer, and Tiago Dadal, the director of Where is Nancy? And, and Tiago, when you filmed there on Skid Row, um, were you scared? Was it Was it dangerous? And were there times where you thought, wow, we're really close to finding her? just to have your hopes dashed? Well, I grew up in Brazil. I moved here when I was 20 years, 28 years old, like six years ago. And in Brazil, I, you got used to see homeless people. It has way more scary places than in L.A., I got to say. So I didn't feel scary. And actually what made me want to tell this story at first place, not the documentary, but chocolate was when I first arrived in LA and I saw all this homeless population. Because for me, you know, I grew up thinking about Hollywood being the most amazing place. And also because I'm a film lover. Uh, when I saw the, uh, the, the homeless population, I felt that I, I had to talk about that in a way um, the way that we did in the film. It's like putting someone on the streets, they have a great life, and suddenly you are, you are on the streets. So I volunteered when I was making chocolate. I volunteered myself, and I was there um, for about three months uh, helping some of the organizations there. So I got involved with the homeless people. They're not scary at all. 
um, it's so many different stories and so many wise people ended up there and they really need our help. So anyone that can help every time that I can, I, I, I still going to go there and help. So I didn't, I didn't have any really scary moment there. And also during the shooting of the film, actually, because of we had the LAPD and Manhattan Beach Police Department helping us with this and the Sheriff's Department too. So I got two police officers who came over with me because they don't like to be filmed. That's the truth. So I had to be police uh, with me. So, so yeah, that, in that sense, like I would say to people, don't go to Skid Row by yourself. Have people around you and don't go there and take pictures. That's not safe at all. But because I, I had this three months and more during the process of making chocolate, I got to know how uh, the Skid Row works. And so you, you get to know, like, okay, there you're not going to go, you're not going to film, you're not going to, you know, take pictures and be like you, you're in a safe place because it's not. But I never felt really scary about it. But I had two police officers who helped me and was there and, and, and helped during the, sh- the shooting process. So it, it, I, I, I have my heart really close to the homeless situation, not only in L.A., but in everywhere. And it's not, it, it is not just a crisis in L.A., it's in everywhere. We went to a festival in London. London is full of homeless people, you know, all Europe, and it's in everywhere. But like I said, I grew up in Brazil, and in a third-world country, that's what people say. You feel that it's just in a very poor country that this situation is going on, but it's not. And it's something that we have to always look up and try to find a way to help these people because it's growing and growing and it's out of control. Fair enough. And, and quickly, were there, were there any times in the filming of the movie that you, whether it was on Skid Row or somewhere else, one of these assisted living facilities where you thought were really close to finding her? I can't imagine you know, the roller coaster of emotions the family must go through if, if there were some times that, that you felt like you were close. So, oh, yeah, sorry about it. Uh, what happened is in, in the beginning, they thought she could be mixing in between the homeless population, but then they find out because of her situation, was so she was so deep on Alzheimer that she would need a specific care. So they they start looking up for other things because someone on the street is already in, in the need of something. So it would be really hard for someone to take care of Nancy without any help. So I believe after six months of search, they gave up in the homeless situation, started looking up in different ways. Um, what is your question again? Sorry, I lost. <laughs> Well, that's okay. I wonder, and this for Drew as well, if, if there were times when you guys felt like you were close to finding her uh, during the, the filmmaking process, and, and if so, uh, you know, how the family would react to that and with dashed hopes. Well, every time that well, I was following... Sorry, Drew. Uh, every time okay. that I was following... Every time that I was following the family, I thought it could be, you know, when we went inside some big um, house care facilities, I, I myself was always thinking, oh, my God, what, what if Nancy's here? But it'll be weird just because I have the camera and they're going to find her. So, so 
I think after a year they're searching. They never gave up in looking for her, but I, I don't, I don't know what was going on in their mind. They're always really thinking they will find her anytime. But myself, I was all the time expecting that too. But I don't know that you know the stakes were so high and where. They they have been in everywhere in LA. They had LAPD. They had Manhattan Beach Police Department, and so many people involved, friends and everyone. And it, it was just I don't know. I I had no idea. But the ending of the the whole situation, people had to watch, was a complete surprise. We we're not expecting that at all. Drew, Drew? we've got about uh, sixty seconds left. I, I do want to ask you before we go: Is there uh, if folks are not in San Jose for CineQuest, is there going to be another opportunity for people to see this fantastic documentary, and, and how can they go about it, or how can they find out more information? Yes, um, there will be. I'm not exactly sure uh, when. We do have our festival circuit, and we do have a sales um, and distribution company that is now representing us for the documentary. So um, I definitely would love to keep in touch, Burke, and you know, let you know when that is so you can mention it. I did want to say one quick thing, though, that when Tiago took our original script uh, to the greater Los Angeles Alzheimer's and they didn't think that it was realistic and then they come to find that it was, well, in the, in the end, just so you know that we are endorsed by the greater Los Angeles Alzheimer's Association. So that's a huge honor, and they've been extremely supportive. But we would we'd love to keep in touch with you and let you know when and where the film will be seen. Uh, we are going to have a private uh, screening for the media and um, casting crew in June. Well, we would love for you to stay in touch with us. The film is Where is Nancy? It's touching, it's astounding, and we'll keep you posted when it comes out nationally. I'm Burke Allen. Thanks for listening. Make it a great day.